It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed. September 23rd, 2063. Monique Biden Hospital, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 2 a.m. local time. You should be fine and you'll feel much better soon. The doctor smiled. How about you get some rest and we'll see where we are in the morning. Michelle nodded slowly. Her eyes were far less swollen and it was now easier for her to see the fire blue doctor. The woman's smile was kind and her brown eyes showed no sign of animosity. Michelle's voice was still a bit hoarse. Thank you. Next time, use bug repellent when you go camping. The doctor winked and headed for the door. She didn't lock it behind her, Michelle noticed. If the doctor had any idea of who Michelle was, she certainly didn't show it. Maybe she was one of those people who believed in helping everyone, even their enemies. For once, Michelle appreciated that idealism. Her gaze fell on her wrist where an IV had been inserted into a vein. She wondered if she could pull it out and escape. What if the allergic reaction flared back up again, though? The doctor had told her she was fortunate to have reached the hospital in time. Fuck, Michelle muttered to herself. Her heart was still beating way too fast. There were some notes attached to her chest, but there was no monitor in the room for her to check. It must have been sending her vitals to a monitor someplace else in the hospital. Michelle let herself sink into the fluffy pillow a bit more, closing her eyes. She wished the doctor had turned off the light. She could use some sleep, really, as she felt exhausted. But perhaps it would be better to stay awake. Eleanor Lucas must have been briefed by now. The rebel leader knew that she was in the city and Michelle was sure Lucas wouldn't like it at all. Michelle smiled as she envisioned Lucas's reaction, but it quickly disappeared and was replaced with the image of a stunning pair of brown eyes. 
She swallowed hard, sensing her throat relax. Whatever treatment they were giving her, it seemed to be working. Michelle breathed out in relief. For a while, she had thought that tonight would be the end of her life. When her throat had started swelling up, Michelle knew that time was running out for her to get help. She had run back to the cabin as fast as possible, stumbling multiple places before reaching it. Scratches all over her arms and legs. She didn't remember how she had managed to make it there. The only thing that she did remember was seeing the pair of Bambi brown eyes. By the time the guards had reached her, Michelle could barely stand. Miraculously, the fire blue soldiers knew exactly what to do. One of them had immediately stabbed her with some sort of EpiPen. As they carried her to the car and placed her in the back seat, Michelle had started to feel a little better. Jade's eyes kept flashing through her mind as she drifted in and out of consciousness on the way to the hospital. Michelle licked her dry lips. Had they told Jade that she was in the hospital? Would Jade want to come here? Would she care? She would. Michelle was sure of it. But then why was she still alone? Was Eleanor Lucas keeping Jade locked up somewhere else? Michelle took in a deep breath as her throat tightened. For a second, she panicked. But then tears pricked at the back of her eyes and she realized it wasn't the bug bite that was making her lose her breath. It was the pain of missing Jade. September 23rd, 2063. Presidential Residence, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 4 a.m. Local Time. Louise sighed and rolled over onto her other side, only to bump into Elle, who stirred and sighed too before settling back into silence. Louise nestled up against Elle and smiled. It felt good to feel her lover's body against her. The room was still dark. They might have a few hours yet to enjoy each other's company before they both had to get up. Louise nuzzled the back of Elle's neck, breathing in her scent. It always made Louise feel like she was home. She brushed her lips over Elle's soft skin before settling back onto her pillow. Though she doubted she could go back to sleep, that was fine with her. Earlier that night, when she had found the spot beside her empty, Louise had made an important decision. She was tired of feeling lonely and knew that she played a role in it. She could focus on all the times Elle disappeared from their bed or enjoy the moments they spent together. Yes, Louise wanted Elle to be present when she was there, and though she hadn't always been, Louise had a feeling Elle too wanted things to change. That's why when Louise realized she needed a hug, she had gotten up to find Elle and get her hug. And it had been wonderful. Elle had made time for her without hesitation. After a long hug, Louise had been ready to return to bed. She hadn't even given much thought to who Elle had been with. She was proud of herself for doing so. 
It had allowed her to fall back asleep again. Now, Elle was finally back in bed, and Louise could enjoy this precious time together. Where did that woman go, though? Louise now wondered. She's still in the building. And why was Elle meeting with her so late at night? Her arm jerked suddenly as she realized who the woman must have been. Are you all right? Elle asked, rolling over with a groan. That was one of the scientists, Louise stated with certainty. What? Elle croaked. Louise pushed herself up on her elbow. That was a global government scientist in your office. You brought them here. Jade's head spun as she followed the guards through yet another hallway with painful fluorescent lights. Why had they brought her there? It had all happened so quickly. One moment, she had been in Eleanor Lucas's office. The next, she was on her way here. When Lucas had come back into the office, she had been visibly angry. Jade had wanted to continue their conversation, but Lucas was no longer interested. She had told Jade so, bluntly. Less than a minute later, Lucas had left, and Jade's opportunity to convince the rebel leader to let her stay for a bit longer had disappeared with her. Two guards escorted Jade outside and back into a car. They didn't say a word to her, even when Jade asked repeatedly where they were taking her. They just began driving, clearly in a hurry to follow Lucas's instructions. At first, Jade believed they were on their way back to the cabin. Even though she had failed in her mission, she felt joy at the thought of seeing Michelle again. Her whole body tingled every time she recalled their kiss. However, after some time in the car, Jade realized that they hadn't left the city. Quite the opposite, they'd driven straight into the heart of the rebel capital, San Francisco. This had immediately driven away any thoughts of kissing Michelle. It was dark, so Jade couldn't see as much as she would have liked. But she did observe that the city was entirely unlike any other city she had ever visited. No large screens were visible anywhere, and not a single drone was to be seen hovering in the sky. The buildings and homes looked old but fortified, as if somebody had reinforced every structure to cope with the extreme weather conditions. Jade's curiosity would have been piqued further had she not been so anxious about where they were taking her. When the car stopped in front of a hospital, Jade became scared. She had no choice but to follow the guards inside, her heart thumping painfully in her chest. What were they planning to do to her? She worried as they walked through hallway after hallway. Please step inside, the oldest guard told her abruptly, suddenly stopping. The other guard opened a door for her. I, I don't want to, Jade stammered. Oh, lady, he sighed. The bags under his eyes seemed to have grown in the time it took to get to the hospital. Just get inside. You'll be fine. What is this place? Jade asked, 
looking for something to hold on to in case she needed to fight back. This had to be a civilian place. Surely they didn't want her to make a scene in the hospital. If Jade yelled loud enough, people in other hallways would hear her and come to her rescue, wouldn't they? It's a hospital, he replied, pointing around. I'm sure you've noticed. Jade narrowed her eyes. Why am I here? Orders of the big chief, he said. You can get some sleep while you wait. Lucas wants to see me again later? Jade asked, surprised. The guard just shrugged. Get inside. For how long? Jade tried again. It didn't make sense to her that Lucas would make her wait in a hospital. Why not in some other safe house? Or a prison, even? Jade. A faint voice echoed from within the room. Every tiny hair on Jade's arms rose. She knew that voice. Michelle? Jade gasped and hurried past the guard and into the room. Michelle's face was pale, almost white even in the fluorescent light of the room. Her blonde hair lay frizzled on the pillow. An IV and sensors were hooked up to her wrist and chest. What happened? Jade said, panicking. Michelle winced. Jade turned to the guards, ready to demand an explanation. What? had they done to Michelle? What kind of evil people were they? But the door was firmly shut and locked in front of her nose. Jade. Michelle's tired voice repeated. Trembling, Jade turned and looked at Michelle again in the hospital bed. Her chest was so tight that she wanted to scream. She took a hesitant step closer, holding her breath. She didn't say anything until she cautiously picked up Michelle's hand. What happened? Michelle's skin was soft and warm, which calmed Jade down a bit. I kept seeing your eyes, Michelle whispered. What? Jade asked as she leaned in, certain she had misheard Michelle. Your eyes. Michelle smiled faintly. They're so beautiful. Jade gasped. Tears she hadn't known were there suddenly rolled down her cheeks. She bent down and kissed Michelle for the second time that night. This time, though, she knew for certain why she wanted to. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to everyone who has supported this podcast. It is thanks to your support that I've made it this far, seven and a half years. Over the past seven and a half years, I've invested all of my love, energy, um, creativity, and um, money in this podcast, and I want to share something with you today. I... I, uh, this is tough. I've decided that I can't, that I won't keep going as things are today. 
Um, I talked a bit more about everything on my Patreon page, and I will um, I'll make sure that video uh, is public. So if you go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic, you should be able to find that video about the future of the podcast uh, without, you know, becoming a member um, or having to pay. So if you want to hear more about it, um, go check that out. So... Yeah, big change is coming. Um, I want to thank you for all the time that you spent with me. It truly is a privilege, and I hope that we can spend more time together. Thank you so much, and I will see you soon. <laughs>